Welcome to the Quilting Capital. Welcome to Quilt and Tell, where quilters who love all aspects of the craft, from traditional and contemporary to art and modern, share their passion and perspectives on all things quilty. I'm Tracy Mooney. I'm Lori Baker. And I'm Ginger Sheehy Daddy. Today on the podcast, we have an exciting show. First up, we spill the beans on all of the exciting news that we have had to keep a secret for months. After that, we want to get to know each other a little better. So we are today's guests. And we end with a new segment that we are calling Quilt Spirations, where we talk about the quilty things that are inspiring us to sew these days. Hello, ladies. Hi. Hi there. Are you ready to spill the beans? I oh my am. Goodness. Yes, please. We do. have just been dying because we are now Quilt and Tell. So we'll backtrack a little bit. We've told you guys all about how we've been moving. Our office has changed. We're currently in a temporary podcast space because they're actually building a brand new video studio in our office here. And we're so excited. Yes. Yes. Can't wait. Can't wait. But all of this has happened because we were purchased last summer. So it, you probably all still getting your magazines. If you're a subscriber of Quiltmaker, or Love of Quilting, or McCall's, you're still getting those. Um, but our company was purchased. We are moving away from the quilting company, which has been our website for a few years now, and it's mm-hmm. not been great. So if you've had it's a terrible a struggle, yeah, if you've <laughs> had a terrible experience on our website. We have news. We have news. So we are now Quilting Daily. And so the website will be quiltingdaily.com. And you can go there right now and check it out. And because we were changing the name from away from the quilting company to Quilting Daily, we needed to change the name of the Quilting Company podcast. Yes. And a podcast that drops every other Wednesday cannot exactly be Quilting Daily podcast, can it now? Nope, that was an issue. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, if you remember, I'm not exactly sure off the top of my head which episode number we had um, So Intel, and we did that cross-crafting. This is our sister podcast on the sewing side. Our sister podcast on the sewing side is So Intel. And so we decided to sort of franchise that name. Yeah. And so we will now be Quilt Intel. So, nothing should change if you are a subscriber you will continue to get our podcasts you'll just see a different thumbnail we'll have a new logo and everything it's super cute and if you are a new listener since we had bonnie hunter last night we're seeing a bunch of her followers have been giving us a listen yes thank you um, thank you thank you please <laughs> yes. subscribe if you're loving the podcast and um and so you'll see quilt and tell now in your feed and uh we got so many so so many new listeners and we just want to say welcome right. um, we saw a bunch of you stuck around and listened to some older episodes so please feel free to go back there's a whole library this is now episode 25 that we're on today so we've done quite a few for your listening pleasure and you can go and have a listen and hear all the crazy things that we've been up to and discuss 
Right, ladies? Yes. <laughs> Listen to some of our uh, moving woes. <laughs> yes, indeed, our moving woes are us complaining about the weather. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I think that we are ready to move on to the next segment. Are you ready to, um, you know, get down and dirty and answer all of the burning questions that we have for each other? Yes, most definitely. Let's do it. I'm excited about it. Me too. I think it'll be fun for, especially for those new people to get to know us a little bit. I agree. Yeah, because they don't know who we are, really. That's right. You know, and and it's great because I do feel like while we all work together and know each other, we don't know know each other. So it's just a fun way. That's true. Yeah, it's just a fun way. I have to admit, I went and I Googled both of you, (gasps) which was kind of fun. Like, just to see it. It was like Lori Baker quilter and, you know, (laughs) Tracy Mooney quilter. And yeah, my my name's probably not even remotely associated to the quilter world yet, but Hopefully someday it will be. But it was just really fun to kind of dive in and and read some bios on you guys and stuff like that. So, yeah, I got super nosy. (laughs) Well, then let's go to it and let's do the interview section. Sounds good. All right, ladies. So I think we should maybe each take turns and we can ask a question of one of the other hosts, and I'm gonna start because okay. I'm in charge. Perfect. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Lori, my question is for you. You have been quilting and sewing for fifty years. No, I've only been quilting for fifty years. I've been sewing longer <gasps> than that. Oh, seriously. Gosh. I, and in fact, oh, that crafting, wasn't even my question. I but know. holy cow! Oh. Somebody asked about other crafting. I remember when I was about. Four, I started crocheting with my mother and wow. I crocheted a chain that went the full length of our living room and dining room. I have no idea what happened to my chain. <laughs> you probably so proud it of probably myself. got pulled out. But yes. Did it right. like loom around the, the living room for a while or yeah. did it? Yeah. yeah. And then, then who knows what happened to it. But then <laughs> I started sewing, but garment sewing when I was probably nine or ten. And were you just sewing for yourself or for anybody who would want it? Or uh, yeah. At that point, it was just for me. Okay. My stuff. Mm-hmm. Nice. You were learning to sew. Yeah. Okay. So my question for you is, is there something that you haven't tried yet that you Ooh. want to? In the quilting world? Anywhere. Yeah. Oh, any craft. Man. We're kind of really curious <laughs> oh, now. I'm going to make you dig deep. We're going to plan your next 50 years. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um. Okay, there's one that, that's been, like, circling in the back of my head for years, literally. And that's a memory quilt of my childhood. I oh. drew the pictures of our cats uh-huh. and my dad's pickup and the barn. I got fabric, uh-huh. and then I stalled. Oh. Chickened out. Oh my gosh. Why did you chicken out? Because my art is very, very, very primitive. So? And I kind of, as I've been thinking about that since the first of the year, because I always want to start finishing things, I thought, you know what? Primitive is okay. Yeah. I think it would be amazing. I think so. You need to do that. So that's that's kind of a big goal of something I haven't done that I really would like to do. 
it's I, more I have artsy. an idea of another another oh. um, sewing club now. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I have a quilt like that that I nice. installed yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I do too. As a matter of fact, it's more of a memory quilt type mm-hmm. thing. But yeah. yeah. Um, and it's so funny because I wonder if part of that too might be just the memories themselves because sometimes that's hard to put down like mm. it, it's you know you do get caught up point. in it and it's like and it does to me it means a little more because there is memories associated right. with it mm-hmm. and you want it to you know have the power you know right. down there that it, it has you want right. everybody to feel that so oh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Aww. All well, right, that, Lori, your yeah. turn to ask someone a question. Okay, I'm going to ask Ginger just because <gasps> this is what I really want to know. Oh, you yeah. are a really new quilter. Yeah, no, I and am. And I want to know if you feel like you've got a style yet. It took me a long time mm. before I figured oh. out what style yeah. I liked the best. Do you have one yet? I don't know. I th- it's so funny. I feel like I'm on the search for it. I, I One of the things that I'm finding um, is that I really... I love, I'm one of those, I like to follow the rules. Like I am a rule follower, you know, it's like, and I think that's why I like quilting and probably why I like baking better than cooking too, because you have to follow the instructions. You know, there's just something about it, but I love going rogue. Like I love being able to just get fabric and kind of cut it, figure out my design and do that. So I'm hoping that as I continue to keep doing that, that I really am going to, I think I'm going to find my style better that way than I will if I continue to, you know, just follow patterns and do that. So it's really been this fun kind of rebellious thing where it's like, (laughs) I'm not going to follow the rules because I know the basics. Like you guys have done such a wonderful job over the last, you know, three and a half, four years. And I've only been quilting for about two of those. So, you know, to really give me that solid foundation of like I know how to make those blocks I don't have to make them you know because Mm -hmm. they're in this particular pattern or whatever I can just go and utilize those and make my own pattern and make my own design so yeah so I mean I definitely tend to lean a little bit more on the more contemporary I guess side of things I I don't tend to lean on the traditional but who knows I mean I, I, I love just being able to see it all and for me going up to a quilt and just trying to figure out like okay I see the blocks and 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 almost dissect dissecting it and knowing what it takes to do that now that's a thrill like I love that so so long answer probably don't know my style yet but I'm having a lot of fun trying to find it <laughs> cool. cool excellent oh. all right my turn I get to yes, ask all right, turn. yes well since we're going in a circle here we're all in a round table here I'm gonna go over <laughs> to Tracy because one of the things I was curious about like I know in in reading uh, Lori's bio that she's originally from Colorado and she's still here you're you're from the Chicago area right no no, actually. Oh, so where are you from originally? <laughs> well, because I know you went to school in Boston, right? Mm-hmm, I so did. Are you more from that area or where mm-hmm. are you from? So I grew up in New Jersey. Ah, okay. So you weren't too far from me because I grew up in Maryland. Oh, yeah. So great. yeah, so we Very weren't too close. far at all. Well, so but I, how long have you been quilting? I guess uh, this is where I'm kind of getting around to that because it seems like you right. started quilting more in, when you were in Chicago. Am I no. correct? Okay. Oh. So so I so I grew up in New... I'll do, I'll do the short story okay. quick you know, Cliff's Notes version of where I live. And I still haven't like, got my question in there, but give us the background. Okay. So, grew up in New Jersey, mm-hmm. went to college in Boston, met right. my husband there. We got married, and then we lived there for, I guess I lived there about 14 years total. We moved to L.A., lived in L.A. for four and a half years, and then we moved to Chicago, and we lived in Chicago for 13 years. And we just moved to Colorado last, well, August of 2017. 
And so that's the that's the whole Clips right. Nose version of I've lived everywhere. I started quilting. So I actually wanted to quilt from the time I was four. Oh, wow. So my mother and my sister both sewed garments. I remember vividly, like my mother going out and buying a, a Singer Athena 2000 with a big it was like the first computerized sewing machine and it uh, came with a big table and it was a big deal in 1978 <laughs> and I was little so she had one day when I was four she uh, had a closet with all of her fabric stash in it and I guess she was trying to keep me busy and she told me we were making a quilt and she took a piece of gingham that I can picture it vividly and a piece of flannel that were both squares the flannel was smaller than the gingham and she basically folded it into a triangle and taught me how to do a whip stitch along the edge nice. she's just trying to keep me we weren't actually making a quilt there was nothing structurally sound about it. <laughs> just trying to keep the four-year-old Tracy she's busy just trying basically to keep yep. me busy but I, I remember that I kept going back to her and saying, when are we going to finish the quilt? When are we going to finish the quilt? And so I always wanted to make a quilt from the time I was four. I didn't actually make one until my first son was born. Okay. Um, when I was pregnant with him in 1991. And this he, was in Boston? In Boston. Okay. Uh, I went into premature labor so I was getting contractions at four months oh, and wow. so I was on bed rest for oh. for five months and it was miserable but oh. my my mother and my sister bought me quilts 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 which oh. was my first book and nice. there was a tv show on that I've mentioned before mm -hmm. in some of the yep. podcasts that was the great american quilt and they and Laura Nouns and Diana McClellan were actually in that show and so they went through and showed you how to make each block and so I couldn't do anything, and I honestly, they bought me some fabric, but I didn't have anything besides scissors to make anything. Rotary cutters were out, but I didn't have any of that yet. And so eventually I did make up my first quilt. Um, but it, so it's been almost, I guess, 29 years wow. now. Well, I guess, and, and my question is to you, the quilt community, because I feel as if, I guess my, I know Colorado, you know, I know what the community's like here. Mm -hmm. I know what it's like within the magazine and things like that. But in different areas around the country, mm -hmm. are you, do you find like different things or different, uh, you know, uh, feels in the communities or yes. what are the communities like? Yeah. yeah. Kind of explain that. So when I was in Boston, I was actually in um, a quilt guild called Rising Star, and that was in Arlington, Massachusetts. And we actually had one person in the guild that had written a book, and that was Ruth McDowell. Oh, and she awesome. was the most amazing. So she was like the first quilting celebrity that mm -hmm. I had ever met, and she was amazing, and she was down to earth. And um, and she was also the first person I had met who, who would, at our quilt show, like sold one of her quilts for, I think, I forget how much it was. It was in the late 90s and she really got a huge amount of money for this quilt that took her 10 years just to get all of the fabrics and I couldn't believe she sold it and she said I couldn't buy a lot of fabric with that amount of money oh, <laughs> yeah. so oh. that was the first person then we moved to LA and so in LA I didn't actually join a guild um, but I got my first job at a quilt shop oh. and so that was how I sort of made friends was I went to the quilt stores and I would you know, find out what the deal was. Like, so we m move from LA to Cal to Chicago, and um, I get to Chicago, and it literally took me three different stores before anyone would talk to me. Oh wow! And I mean, literally, I would go and I'd be so excited, 
And then they wouldn't even, you know, barely make any conversation with me, wouldn't try and sell me anything. They would just sort of stay in the corner and hmm. whatever. There was this one store that I went into, the second shop I went into. I was really like, can you tell me where the guilds are? Can you, you know, yeah. tell me where people meet? And they weren't helpful. And then I finally went into the third store and they said hello to me. And when I walked in the door and I was like, oh, well, this is this is promising. I ended up getting a job there and I worked there for a few years. Hi. And um, and then I found a guild. Um, but I will give one little bonus, like little story to go with this is that I kept going to the guild and no one would talk to me. And everyone, and this was in, in Naperville, which is a suburb of Chicago. Right. And, and you know, time is going by. I keep trying at the Guild. I don't really know anyone. There's a couple people who talk to me, but if they're not there, then I don't have anyone and I'm just sitting by myself. And I end up getting a job and working for Generation Q Magazine. And I start going to market. And I meet Victoria Finley Wolf, who was, you know, just mm-hmm. actually guessed what two yeah, episodes ago. Like that, yeah. And um, she and I remember one day saying to her, she we were somehow talking about guilds, and she said, uh, I told her that I keep trying this guild, but nobody talks to me. And she said, Have you brought show and tell? And I went, Huh? Yeah. I don't think I have. And she went, Bring show and tell. And then people will talk to you. And she was 100% right. And I don't know why. I guess I was too shy. I don't know. In some ways, I'm very outgoing. And in other ways, I'm not, you know, I'm a little introverted. And so I, that totally worked. Yeah. Well, and it is. And it's just interesting because I was just fascinated by that and like seeing all the different places. And I was like, I'm wondering what they're like because I really haven't gone anywhere else to like, you know, just meet the quilting community you know I've gone to market and things like that but you know never actually been in a place where that is so that's fascinating like it is it's really interesting to know you know kind of how different people react within their communities yeah so then they embraced you fully once you did the show and tell yep I I definitely my my circle expanded Nice. And so then nice. I had more people. And then and then and then that got a little bit of the flip side of that cuz once they realized I worked for a magazine it was oh, a yeah. little more sometimes people would you know be a little more invasive. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. Well, very cool. cool. So, I have um a question for you, Ginger. Oh, okay. Go for um, it. Um is there anything on your quilting bucket list? Oh my goodness. Um you know, I, I, it's so funny because I took on the challenge when I first started. I ended up making a quilt for everybody in my family, pretty much. Um, at least all the families, because I have two brothers, and I made um, quilts for each of their families. And then I've made some for my nieces. But I've kind of touched on everyone. And those were all, you know, it's one of those, like, you know, a year later from the Christmas, I was like, no, <laughs> they're still together. They haven't fallen apart. They're still, you right, know. Right. And I think all of them are still in good shape. They're all still going well. But it would be interesting, you know, maybe in a couple of years, to go back and kind of show them how my skills have improved and how much better I've gotten. So maybe, you know, on my bucket list is to kind of maybe just, I I don't know, I'm really looking at this as a way to kind of leave my legacy within the family. Because it would be, I love the idea of somebody being like, yeah, that was great Aunt Ginger's quilt. Or, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's like being able to pass that down. And until I started quilting, I never really had that sense of like, oh yeah, I need to leave my mark on the family or do something like that. So I, I, I look forward to maybe trying to continue to keep 
doing that. And so I don't know if it's so much of a bucket list thing, but it's definitely something. It, this has been the first kind of, you know, hobby or thing that I've done because I've tried a ton of things. And this one really stuck. Like this one, this is the one where my family's like, man, she's really sticking with this quilting <laughs> thing. It's not going away. And right. I was like, no, it's not. And now that I'm getting into garment sewing, I feel like that's something too. And uh, so, yeah, so I would say that, uh, you know, just to continue to kind of keep getting better and better and, and just, you know, sharing it with my family. I think I really enjoy doing that, you know. So uh, Ginger, it, when you talk about legacy, are you labeling your quilts? No. <laughs> but there's nobody else in my family that quilts, so no, <laughs> I got that going for me, but still, but you're right. But down the line. Yeah. yeah. And that would be a good thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. Even I, if you just write it with a permanent pen yeah, and sign and it. And just do right. something. Yeah. And the year. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. There All right. Know. I'm going to show up at everybody's houses uh, next time I go to visit them with a more Sharpie and be like, all yes. right, I'm signing this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Right. Well, cool. Well, I have one quick question for Lori. Because, uh, Lori, I know that you have over 300 quilts. Is that right? I do. You have them all documented. You have them, you know, uh, my biggest question is, do you have a favorite? Mm, that's a good question. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> See, is I'm it like trying to pick your favorite kid? <laughs> exactly. It depends on my mood. It depends on what room I'm trying to decorate. It depends <laughs> on... Um, how long ago I made it in some cases. Mm-hmm. Like one of my favorite quilts is one that I made for a fashion runway show. And um, I used literally hundreds of Swarovski crystals Aww. on it. The design was all my own. It had to have a rod pocket, and I came up with an unusual way to make the rod pocket. So it's not obvious when you look at the quilt. Um, uh, that one's one of my favorites. Nice. But at the same time, <laughs> <laughs> see, there's this one I made just this <laughs> last year. And when it came time to do the quilts for Christmas, uh-huh. I left it at the office so it wouldn't be there for anybody to choose. Oh, <laughs> smart oh, lady. That is. That is. Oh. So, so yeah, most of so the time. So it's an ongoing yeah, changing thing. Yeah. yeah. And I think part of that is because I'm growing as a quilter. Mm-hmm. So true. things are getting better. Mm-hmm. Nice. Fun. All right. So I think that maybe we should also say what we do here. Oh, oh good yeah. idea. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then first. I also think that perhaps we should say if there's somewhere in social media that, that oh. we want people to follow us. Mm-hmm. I know I sometimes get requests on Facebook um, from people who are obviously quilters. And, and please no, take no offense. I try and keep my Facebook private and to only people I've met in actual real life. <laughs> it's just kind of a thing because I share like personal stories and kid, mm. things with my kids there. So I, but my Instagram, that's another story. Right. So you want me to go first? Yeah, go first. All right. So I am the editor of Quilt Maker. I am the, um, host and and the uh, producer of our Quilt and Tell podcast. And um, that's about all I can say right now because my role has been changing and we have another <laughs> secret that's coming <laughs> soon, soon, soon. Um, if you would like to follow me, my Instagram handle is so supportive, S-E-W, supportive. That's where I am. And one of the other things that we talk about is that we're multi-generational. Where mm-hmm. are you in the generation thing? 
I'm in the middle. You're the middle guy, aren't you? <laughs> I'm the middle. I'm usually the baby, but I'm the middle in generational because I've been quilting for 29 years. Yeah. That's hard to believe that's middle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, wow. and, and honestly, I, I, I do want to give hope to people who are newbie quilters who maybe have young families because I feel like I'm nowhere near Lori's prolific quilt self. I've made many, many, many things. And like Ginger, I've given away almost all of them. Um, I wish that I had made a list like Lori had to keep track and document because then I would actually know how many things I made because I've forgotten things that people remind me and I go, oh gosh, I forgot completely I even made that. Um, And so I just want to say that I I used to always have this rule that if I had children under three, I wasn't really making much quilts. And I even some Sometimes it, even sometimes now, because my daughter has a chronic illness and it makes it hard to quilt sometimes. And so I'm not, you know, I don't make a huge amount of quilts. I'm not a fast quilter. Um, But what I do make, I try to make with my whole heart Mm -hmm. and just enjoy the process. All right, Lori, you're up next. Okay, so I am the editor of McCall's Quilting. I am the acquisitions editor for all of our titles here in the quilting community and the golden office. Um, that means I'm, I'm the one that's out there looking for quilts that we can pattern and publish. I'm looking for designers. I'm looking for cool stories. I'm also obviously one of the hosts of the podcast. And let's see, what else do I do around here? Pretty much if they ask me to do it, I do it. I think that's I what we generally That's what we do. all do. Right. Yep. Um, and in the generations, I'm 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 the grandma. In fact, I'm a great <laughs> grandma. Yes. And so, how many grandkids total do you? Have? I have ten grandchildren. Oh, wow. I have two great grandchildren, and that still just blows my mind. <laughs> I it's bet. Like, how can I? Really? Oh. A great grandmother? That sounds like somebody old. Uh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been quilting uh, passionately since 1994. I made a few quilts before that, you know, for this nephew and my sons, um, but not very many. But after all the kids left home and I had some spare money hanging around, mm-hmm. um, I've been quilting passionately. Oh, spare money, what's that? Spare money. Right? <laughs> like, oh my God. I was just thinking, all the kids out of the house, what's that going to oh, be like? I know. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> So where socially can we follow you? I'm on the Quilting Daily website is pretty much where I'm at. Nice. Very cool. All right, Ginger, you're up. Okay, so uh, I am obviously the newbie to the group. I've been quilting. Well, my title is I am the executive producer of a video for the craft division. So I not only um, produce videos for the quilting uh of what is quilting daily now um i also do them for sew daily um and i am the the producer for those and then i also executive produce over the interweave brand that we have as well so that's knitting and jewelry and beading so um and you also do the con crunch yes this is on the the sewing side mm-hmm. um cosplay. We have, uh, yep for cosplay so we if have anyone a, has yes. any is either listeners or cosplayers or your kids are cosplayers grandkids are cosplayers send them that's right to check out the Cod yeah. Crunch Challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find it on So Daily TV, or you can just find it on our uh, So Daily uh, 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 Facebook. 
Yep, you can find them mm-hmm. there. We just launched two new episodes. We have a third one coming out soon. So, uh, yeah, and um, I, uh, let's How see. How long have you been quilting? Thank you. I've been quilting for about almost two and a half years, I guess. Yeah, and uh, Lori, amazingly so. It's so funny. I had been doing all these courses um, and meeting all these amazing instructors, and they were all so embracing and just so willing to sit down with me and explain exactly what it is that they were doing and I finally had uh, one day and uh, I was talking to Lori asking her questions and she just looked at me and she was like do you want to take a machine home and just try some of these and that was it I was hooked like she had me she let me borrow that she machine saw all the signs yes yeah, and, signs. and it was like and it's so funny because that's all I needed I mean I had never sewn before never well kind of my mom tried her hardest oh man she did she really wanted me to be she loved to sew and she sewed all of my clothes when I was younger and everything and I wanted nothing to do with it. And I was like that looks boring. I don't want to do that. You know. And oh man she rubs it in my face all the time yes. now. Yep. Every time I brag about something she was like I told you. I told you. I was like I know. <laughs> um, but yeah so you know I, I feel like you know I just needed that push in that direction and since then I've gotten my own machine and oh my goodness I'm almost to the point where I need to invest in another one because I Yay. feel like alright I, I want to spread my wings even more. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, yeah so uh, no, it, it's been such a – I talk about the community, and it, it just blows my mind how embracing all of you guys have been. You know, I, when it comes to the content side, you know, I'm still learning. and, and But, man, every question I lob at you, you guys always answer it. You're always so willing to sit and, you know, just take me through everything. And I just I, – I love learning. I love learning all of this. So thank you both. <laughs> Certainly. Oh, Anytime. Yeah. Where can people follow you? Oh, I have an Instagram, uh, GST Quilts. So it's Ginger Sheehy Tatic. So GST quilts and sews. So you can find me there. And I do. I do post some of the work that I'm doing. I'm trying to be better about it so I can definitely share with everybody what I am working on. I feel like I do have a 10-year-old daughter, so we do. I get caught up in her life a lot. (laughs) It happens. uh, Yeah. So, um, But yeah. So... uh, that's where you can find me. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. And we actually should be having a Instagram page for the podcast soon. Yes. So as soon as we do, I will let you know and I will update the show notes link with um, our Instagram page. Not exactly sure when that will happen, but I'm hoping to at least share pictures with you of whatever we talk about on Instagram. Yes. All right, let's go to our fine. Fi- oh, we're not going to find finishes. That's right. We renamed it. We renamed yes. <laughs> we're doing something different today. That's right. So let's go to our quiltspiration segment. So today we're going to talk about what is inspiring us when we're in our sewing room and ha- actually have some time to sew. So Tracy, mm-hmm. tell me what's happening in your sewing studio. I'm actually sewing. Yes. <laughs> so um, on our last, was it, was it the last one? Did, yes, it was the last one where we were talking about um, um, our, our resolutions. Yes. And I was saying that I was really frustrated because I had all these UFOs. Mm-hmm. Did I want to go through? I really have been bugging Lori a lot because I kept saying I wanted something fast and easy that I could finish that would give me a sense of accomplishment because I'm working on several projects that are really experimental, mm. I guess, is the way. I'm, I'm working on a new technique that um, potentially will go into one of our publications and um, possibly a video. And it isn't quite working out the way I want it to work out yet and so I'm still sort of working out the bugs but it's frustrating when you're working on something and it's not 
quite where you want it to be. And and I think part of that is also just being somewhat of a perfectionist. Right. And I'm far from a perfect quilter. Mm. If you look at my quilts, there's, you're going to find a mistake. But um, so... I we were talking about I, I thought Lori gave me the great idea to sort of go through my UFOs and sort of cull them and decide if I still wanted to work on something or not. And I was thinking about that. And one day I was on Instagram because I love Instagram and something popped up in my feed that got my attention. And it was Allison Jensen. Her uh, Instagram handle is at Woodbury underscore way. And she was doing a scrappy trip around the world along. And this is using Bonnie Hunter's um, scrappy trip around the world technique that's on her um, Quiltville website. And the cool thing is that that week... We had our holiday party, mm-hmm. and Anissa, our managing editor, and I skipped out of work early so that we could play hooky and go to the quilt shop that was near the yes. restaurant where we were going. And while I was there, I bought just a plain white jelly roll. And I've got several jelly rolls, and I just thought, you know, I'm just going to buy a plain white one, and then it'll be there. Maybe I can do something real quick with it, make a quick quilt of some kind. And then this came along. And the cool thing is that she was showing several quilts that not only were doing them like Bonnie does it, which is, you know, cutting them a certain length and um, the width is slightly different. Um, Allison said, grab two jelly rolls. You can do one that's a background and one that's a color, or you can just do two colors. And it'll make it super quick. And I was like, I've got awesome. jelly rolls. Yes. And I even decided that I was going to take one of my, remember Lori, way back when, we did actually took pictures of me opening a jelly roll because it breaks my heart to I open that. I remember that. Oh, right? I and I made all these faces. And it was because of this one jelly roll. I had this gorgeous Bonnie and Camille oh. by Moda um, jelly roll. And I opened it to use like a couple of strips. I think I took out eight. Mm. And then you can't get them back. Yeah, right. Never the same. Never <laughs> the so same. Ever. It's been sitting on the shelf in a mess with a rubber band around it, Ugh. looking messy. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just use that one and the white one, and I'm going to start working on it. Well, I had so much fun this weekend making all of my little little tubes. So tonight I get to go home and I get to cut the tubes and then pick them apart oh. to actually make the blocks. So I'm super excited. Cool. And can I just say this is like the most excited I've seen you in a really long time. <laughs> like, I mean, it's so funny. When, like, you can tell there is something different. <laughs> like, you are happy. You are like, know. you know, back in your element. When <laughs> I have time to, to actually work on something at home, I always come on. Like, you can ask Lori because yeah. she's right next to me in the office. And I will come on and I'll be like, Lori, I sewed. And I feel so much better. It mm-hmm. helps me be calm. But... It also makes me feel like a quilter. We get yeah. so busy. I, oh. Lori, I mean, you probably, you have it easier than I do because I still have a teenager at That's home. That's right. Yeah. So oftentimes my weekend gets, you know, like Sucked like away. yesterday yep. was spent at the, you know, bringing four teenage girls to the thrift shop and bringing them for boba afterwards because that was what they wanted to do and it was their day off. So I tried to accommodate, but that means that I don't get to sew. And so last night it was just, I had everything set up. I did it. Oh, and so if you're interested in joining this so along, it the hashtag is 
hashtag WWScrappyTrip. And you can see all of the inspirational photos. People are doing some oh. awesome colors. Yes. Like so pretty. I was showing some to Ginger earlier. Nice. So that's my quiltspiration. Who's next? Go ginger. Okay. So I was actually truly inspired after talking with Bonnie because I've worked with Bonnie before, Bonnie Hunter, and um, her scrappy system, you know, it kind of fell into line with, you know, not necessarily a resolution, but it was one of those like, I want to utilize what I've got. And I was, I'm all about free fabric, man. Somebody gives me, if it's free, I'll take it. I don't care. Like, I'm just cheap like that or thrifty like that. It's it's not even being cheap. It's just that people are offering fabric. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't know. And I, I, I see, uh, you know, potential in anything. And and the fabric that I was able to get, I got a lot of it. It was basically, it's like a, it's that 1930s, um, you know. Reproduction. Yes, reproduction. And it's, um, I want to say it's called like Martha and Sophie. It's like the two little girls. Oh, fun. Yeah. And, and you know, this, but I got it and I was like, oh, when the heck am I ever going to use this? And I got like 40 fat quarters like I mean it was literally like a huge bag of like nobody else was taking it I was like sure I'll take it why not and it has been sitting for almost two years now just underneath my bed just kind of in this bag (laughs) so I a friend one of our uh, uh, people here at work uh, his wife is having a baby and it's a girl so I was like I'm going to utilize that Mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead I'm going to get in there yeah and so um, yeah so I went in I have uh, cut not all of it because I still have a ton left but I was able to use a good amount of it well 45 that quarter so yeah it was a lot, a lot. <laughs> it was a lot um but and it's so funny um and uh i have been utilizing you know my design talents here like i've been able like i i've tried to see maybe if i could find a pattern but there was just nothing no patterns that i were finding because it's kind of almost like a panel with the right. little girls mm-hmm. on it so i was like all right i'm just gonna do this so i ended up putting them into a bunch of um uh the half squares uh half square triangles is that what i call them now or d- mm-hmm. is it okay triangles. to still call them that i know the yep. name has changed we we call them triangle squares, triangle squares. In our that's magazines. what it is. But so yeah. So when I first started, that's what they were called. Were half square triangles. Mm-hmm. So that's I, I'm still in that. People frame still moment. call them that. Yeah. All right. I'll be, I'll, I'll be old school for a change. Yes. Uh, but anyway, I, I just went ahead and did a bunch of those, and I had this. Um, it had this coordinating fabric with them that were in all these different colors, and so I did all of that. And it's so funny. So Sunday night, it, it like for like a good four hours, I literally just took all those half square uh, the the triangles or whatever, and I was just playing and doing, and I ended up with kind of a really fun almost like a zigzag type it, it's Cute. not a pattern because I was like thinking I'm doing like you know diamonds and and all this other things and I was going through it and finally ended up on that but I mean it was the most fun like you know probably it was like a good three hours you know I went had dinner came back looked at them again and <laughs> rearranged them again and I kept asking my daughter I was like what do you think of that oh yeah I like that and then she'd come back five minutes later and she'd be like you changed it again and I was like yeah I like this a little better and then I, and then when she saw the zigzag she was like stop don't do anymore that's it that's the one so yeah so yeah so it's been really I I was really inspired to just like and now I've got you know almost all that fabric is used up a good amount of it and I got a bag out of it too because I had this really cute it was like a tote bag that I was like oh I forgot I had that bag because it had been sitting with all that fabric in it so yeah so there's my I'm excited to now I just want to go home and quilt like what I'm here (laughs) I just want to go finish it yeah all right Lori how about you so I have this tub that's overflowing with batik fabrics Mm -hmm. and I just keep thinking I have to do something special with those because I really like batiks Mm. and I think I've decided that they're going to become a crazy quilt because I always look at all the decorative stitches on my machine and I think 
you could do something really oh, cool yeah. with that. Yes. I have literally hundreds of spools of thread, so I have any mm-hmm. color in the mm-hmm. rainbow Me for too. all that decorative stitching. I think that's what my inspiration nice. is. And I think that's going to be one of the high on my list of priorities. So are you going to are you going to improv piece it, or are you going to oh, yeah. use one yeah. of those dyes? Well, we just got that AccuQuilt dye we today. We just got a dye today, and and it looks like you can stack, you know, eight or so different colors of fabric, cut mm-hmm. them, and then just quote shuffle, right? End quote yeah. the pieces. Okay. That could work. I think that yeah. could work well. I love working with dyes. So if anyone from AccuQuilt is listening, uh-huh. you've done a couple of dyes recently that seem like they're layer cake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And okay. I am loving it. Yeah. Because yeah. it just makes it so much easier to think, of well, course. I can try it with this. And yeah. It's already cut up. Let me see what I can do. Yeah. yeah. I haven't gone down that road yet, but oh. I, I, I can see it being something I would love. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, and hopefully soon we'll have our studio here set up and yes. we'll have a little die cutting station. A nice station. little station because we've got the equipment. We yeah. just have it all packed away. Right. It's been packed away for quite a while. I know. Makes me sad. I know. So I just want to add one little more thing that I, I remembered. So, um, so I'm doing this, you know, scrappy, scrappy trip along. and this morning I woke up and I suddenly realized that I could use this same exact technique to finish my oldest UFO oh I am so stinking excited I was like oh "Oh, wait a minute nice I have had this UFO for something like 19 years Oh, (laughs) it's a ridiculous amount of time I started buying the fabric in Boston right before we moved to LA so it's been a long time that doesn't scare me. Doesn't yeah. scare you? <laughs> okay, it scares me. I feel guilty saying it. My husband keeps giving me crap because I it, he picked some of the fabric, so oh. he feels like it's his and oh, I yeah. haven't made it. But now I'm like, oh, hey, wait a minute. I got to use that for all those two and a half inch squares. That could work. Yeah. Yep. Love those ideas. Yes. Oh. Nice. All right. Well, it has been a wonderful episode getting to know you guys a little yeah. better. And I hope all of our listeners, if you enjoyed the show, please subscribe. As we mentioned, the name is changing, but we still should show up in your feed no matter where you um, subscribe. So whether you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify, any of those, you'll just show up. We'll just still show up in the feed just like we used to. And um, just take a look for the new um, logo. We're excited about it. Yes. yes, we are. Quilt and Tell. Yes, indeed. Quilt and Tell. Thanks for listening. Bye now. All right. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Quilt and Tell. Remember, you can find more information about our sponsors or what we talked about today in our show description. If you haven't already subscribed, find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And please tell your friends. Thanks for listening and happy quilting. The Quilt and Tell podcast is produced by me, Tracy Mooney, and our executive producer of podcasts is Jared Mayer.